0: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit kala mando da yes lord indeed you are living inside of us indeed you are living inside of us it is by the by the reason of your wonder working power that resides inside of us, that we are who we are. Indeed, you are Emmanuel, you are God with us. You are not just God with us, you are God in us. So Father, this morning we have come to Lift up our voices in Thanksgiving. We have come to say that indeed that it is by your power that we are who we are. Father, we have come to acknowledge that your grace is what works is worked towards us. We have come to acknowledge that you are the one that is sufficient for us. We have come to acknowledge who you are, O oh God, and what it is that you do, O oh God. Lord God Almighty, we pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We pray, O God, that we will not only speak about um, things, oh God, that we have heard or things that we have read without understanding, but God, that this morning you will give us critical understanding, that this morning, oh God, you will fill us up with wisdom and revelation, that this morning, oh God, you will cause your power to break out and to break forth from within us. That this morning, oh God, there will be a staring inside of us, Jesus, that will cause a revolution in the world around us. That there will be a staring in our hearts. That there will be a staring in our minds. That there will be a staring in our souls. That there will be a staring in our spirits. Oh, Father, each one of us, we lift up our voices in prayer this morning. Oh God, we are asking of you that there will be a transformation in our minds, oh God that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that the portion of enlightenment, oh God, that you have for us this morning, let it come upon us in the name of Jesus. You are the same God that was able to take Saul and you turn him into Paul. You are the God of transformation. You are the God of ultimate transformation. You are the God that is able to reach into the soul, into the heart, into the spirit of a man. You are the one that is Able to break the chains of hell that are tied around the souls of men. You are the one that is able to shatter the shackles that are tied around the spirit of people. Father, this morning we lift up our voices in prayer and we ask, oh God, that any chain, that any shackle that is tied around our souls that is preventing us from rising up to the next level of grace and glory and revelation. Oh, by reason of the fire upon this altar. God, we are calling that it be burned to ashes in the name of Jesus pray, pray for yourself this morning ask of the Lord that this day that you will rise up in a new strength, that you will rise up in a new glory, that the Lord God Almighty would activate something powerful inside of you that the depth of revelation wisdom and knowledge that you are meant to operate in that God will cause you to be able to access it this morning, that it will no longer be business as usual that it will no longer be business as usual, but that the spirit of God will cause a staring to happen inside of you as of the Lord and anything that holds you bound to a low level of thinking and imagination and anything that holds you bound and makes it impossible for you to break into levels levels of prayer and levels of understanding and levels of power that God will cause it to be shattered today in the name of Jesus that God will move your mind and move your spirit and move your soul, of Lord Jesus, I am here for the
1: transformation of your
0: spirit. I am here, O Lord, to be renewed by your spirit. We are here, oh God, to be touched by your spirit. We are here, oh God, to be shifted into places of power by
1: your
0: spirit. Oh shota sabrinda dos Amen. Amen. Is Amen. Amen. And so, Father, we call for your power mm-hmm. to hit every one of us this morning. Mm-hmm. Amen. We call for an awakening of revelation inside of us this morning. Amen. Amen. Each person in our homes, in our cars, wherever we may be, in our offices, before. Father, that each one of us we begin to burn with a fresh zeal. We mm. begin to burn with a fresh enthusiasm. We mm-hmm. begin to burn, oh God, with encouragement in our hearts, mm. that the promises of God are yet alive in our generation. Mm. Father, let us burn. Amen. Let us burn with this zeal. Let us burn with this understanding. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Um, good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Um, good morning. You know, I, I, I want to just give a little bit of context to where the journey of power began. Um, one day, I got a message from someone about, you know, a circumstance in their life. And I just said to myself, I have two choices. I can join this person in saying oh, oh wow really this happened oh this is so sad you know and just I just join and you know just play the role of a co um, mourner or whatever I said but then I told myself I was like enough is enough we cannot keep doing this we cannot remain in this place and for me it just felt like we had gotten accustomed to making excuses for God and we have 10 reasons why it did not come to pass, why it did not happen. Oh, so sorry for ABC. You know, sometimes God may do it. God may not do it. You know, sometimes God. And I'm like, no, enough of all of that. I believe that the word of God is true. And I choose to believe that whatever God has said, he is able to perform. And if it is not coming to pass, then it is not God that is the problem because it is impossible for God to lie and I've been making that statement over and over again it is in scriptures but I need it to come alive to us what it means for it to be impossible for God to lie so I was explaining it yesterday that it is not because God is nice and kind and he loves to say the truth or if he lies his mother will do this to him no He doesn't have any of that kind of accountability structure that we have. It is just not in his nature because his nature is a life-giving spirit. And the Bible says that the power to life and to death is in the tongue. So every time God speaks, life is born. So God is our prototype and our standard of what the power of the tongue looks like. So every time God speaks a word, it is established. And he said, his words never return to him without performing that which he has said. So when God speaks, a thing, what automatically happens is that whatever he says becomes a mission for the angelic host. So God cannot say a scripture that does not have the potential to come to pass or whatever God says as a standard in the Bible is already living and active and it is hanging in the heavens. So I, I need us to understand because the Bible is speaking about Daniel. And Daniel came by reason of the knowledge of the books, that it was time for the children of Israel to be delivered from Babylon. And Daniel went into prayer and fasting, which is the right posture for the release of power that is promised to you, but you have not yet seen a manifestation of it. So one of the first posture you take is prayer and fasting. So Daniel took the right posture and he went into prayer and fasting. And the Bible declares that Daniel did not see the answer to what he was praying for, you know, but he stayed there and he kept praying, just like Elijah upon the mountain. And he was praying and he was saying, Go out and check. You will see that this thing has changed. And his servant will come back to him and say, Master, it has not changed. It is still the same. He will say to him again, Go out and check. Because Elijah knew that as long as it was time and he had a revelation, a conviction, and a word from God, it was not God that was. Was the problem it was the distance between him and the heavens that was the problem and so elijah stayed there and where he was on the floor praying from inside of his spirit he was controlling the affairs of the heavens from inside of his work words and communion he was turning the affairs of the heavens so that what was farming you need to understand how it is possible because what we men saw was famine and drought, but what was in the heavens were spirits holding the gates of rain. And so when it was time for rain to now fall, because rain was held by the word, rain had to be born by the word. And so Elijah understood that he needed to stay in prayer and, you know, he needed to stay there and begin to change the ordinances and the legacies in the heavens. And I said to people many times, because at the end of today, I want us to pray for government and pray for people in government. Because I said to people many times, we want to rule, we want to be powerful, but we forget that every throne is upheld by an altar. Every throne is upheld by altars. And so you do not find a powerful seat that does not have a spiritual entity backing it up. And so what the the spirit that rules over a land is dependent upon the man that sits on the throne, is dependent upon the man that has authority and power as demonic and as satanic as Egypt was, The moment Joseph came into power, something shifted in Egypt, a land that worshipped strange gods, a land that worshipped demonic entities, began to encounter the power of God and began to encounter the the, the glory of God and the provision of God to the point that that nation became a nation that provided for other nations and provided for Israel. It's the same thing about the king's seed, and so Nebuchadnezzar began to say, give me men that are of the king's seed, men that are able to stand before the king, they understand maths, English, and all of that, but when they tested them, they did not only test them in English and maths, but they tested them with the sorcerers and astrologers. So what the king was looking for was not just people who went to Harvard, but people who went to the Harvard of the spirit, people who understand how to navigate the spirit realm, people who could read the stars, people who could read the signs in the heavens, because the kings of those days, and even the kings of now they know that it is not just by your strategy and your think tanks they understand that there is a greater think tank in the heavens that affects the things that men strategize on earth so you begin to see that what daniel was doing in the place of prayer was not just a guy that said god you must do it god you must do it no daniel actually understood the workings of the heavens he was the head of the witches sorcerers, and astrologers and he was found to be 10 times better than all of them That is to tell you that Daniel had the intelligence of the heavens. He knew how the heavenly systems operated. So Daniel staying in the place of prayer wasn't just that ah, he was a man that had ginger. He was a man that understood that the moment the knees of a saint hits the ground, that there are allocations in the heavens for the words of a saint. And so Daniel understood that what he needed was to stay, was to stay. And I was talking to some people some days ago and I said, you see, the problem with what happened in Egypt was the fact that Israel was not ready for what God wanted to release in that season. And that is a major problem because why would God go and give the wealth and intelligence of heaven to egypt it is because Israel or Jacob and his sons were not fully prepared and they were not technologically and intelligently advanced enough to be able to carry the vision of heaven at that time because the vision of God was to build silos and was to build systems that were God was going to be able to accommodate food and provision for the nations of the earth so that people will not die and Israel will be preserved. But if God had given that vision to Jacob and to his sons, they did not have the financial and Um, technical resources to be able to execute it. So many times God will bless the sons of Belial with the wisdom that should belong to the sons of God simply because the sons of God are not fully prepared with the resources, the knowledge, and the posture of mind to be able to accommodate what heaven needs to manifest on the earth at each point in time. So God will give it to them for the provision of the sons of God because if they build that new technology, if they build that new advancement the sons of god will also be blessed so many times and that's by the side many times the reason why it goes to egypt it's not because egypt is necessarily god's chosen nation but it is because god already knows that his children are not ready there are many things that should be ours to bring forth. Many solutions that should be ours to release. We are praying for it, but the question is, the systems you are building, can they accommodate the next flow of heaven? The next commandment of God? The act of preservation that God wants to build? Can your small company accommodate it? The um, storehouse of provision that God wants to use to save the earth from famine, Can your mindset accommodate it? The upper room of encounter that God wants to use to revolutionize the generation. Can your mind accommodate it? Can your spirit accommodate it? So the problem is it should be the portion of Israel, but it goes to Egypt because the sons of God are not ready. They are not ready. I always say to you, when you serve God, when you worship God, when you follow him, don't only worship him with your spirit, worship him with your mind. For the Bible says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. You shall love the God, So version says, with all your mind. Your mind is meant to be a tool of worship. Your mind is meant to be a place of engagement with God. God gave us a mind and a brain for thinking for a reason. Because you see, there is a connection between the spirit and the mind. There is a connection and a flow of intelligence that is distilled from the spirit into the mind so that your thinking pattern changes and you can change the world. Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus, that we will not only have people here who are crying out for fire, but we will have people here who understand that your fire is also an intelligent fire. That we will have people here who understand that the fire in the spirit is meant to transform the thinking of the mind. That we will have people here who are struggling in their businesses. And when we pray, oh God, that their expectation would not only be that somebody will come and give them money. That somebody will come and just bless them out of nowhere. But I pray, oh God, that they would understand that the blessing of God is the transformation of the thinking of man. Father, I ask that in the name of Jesus, they will understand the power that Jesus spoke about when he came out of the wilderness, when he said, metanoia, metanoia, change your mind, change your mind. Father, I pray that in our generation, oh God, you will change the outcome of Christianity. Father, I ask that you would infiltrate our thinking, that you would infiltrate our understanding, that you would infiltrate our imagination, that you will make us, oh God, men and women of clarity. Father, that when we see behind our desk and we we'll pray in the Holy Ghost. I pray oh God that you will show us how to download heaven. My God, I pray that you will clear our spirits, oh God and make them clear streaming systems of the heavenlies in the name of the Lord Jesus that my God we would indeed be able to pull down, pull down, pull down the clarity of your kingdom, the thinking of your throne in the name of the Lord Jesus. For Father, I understand that you are the eternal will of intelligence and knowledge and wisdom my God I pray that that will oh God be opened unto us in the heavens this morning Father I pray for that man in government Father I pray for that woman in authority that this morning oh God you will fill their minds with revelation and with clarity and with understanding my God that that which was meant for the sons of Israel oh God would not be given to the sons of Egypt in the name of Jesus that my God that the house oh God of David will grow stronger and stronger than the house of Saul that this money that our portion of revelation that our portion of understanding that our portion of wisdom will come unto us in the name of Jesus I hope you're praying for yourself I want you to hold your head this morning. And I want you to say to yourself that this mind is blessed. I have the understanding of God. I have the wisdom of God. my mind you are able to receive the intelligence of heaven you are able to receive the wisdom of the throne of god i say to you oh my mind that you are not separate from the dealings of my spirit that as the revelation of god hits my spirit That you are able to receive it and distill it into intelligent thoughts and decision making in the name of Jesus. I say to you, oh my mind, you will provide solutions for my generation. You will provide solutions for Africa. You will provide solutions for the nations of the world. In the name of Jesus, I say to you, oh my head, you are able to retain the oil of God. You are able to retain the oil of God. The oil of God sits upon this head. My head, you do not revolt against the anointing of God. You do not revolt against the ordinations of God. But I say to you in the name of Jesus that God's oil, God's authority, and God's crown is able to rest upon my head. For I have the exousia of God. And part of the exousia is mental stability and strength and part of the exousia is a crown upon my head and so I say to you oh my head I say to you oh the mind of my spirit that you carry the crown of the glory of God that you carry the crown of the power of God you are crowned with royalty in the name of Jesus Lamba shala bashala batose. Lamba shikamala suke pasha lavata, bata. Leivro no mashika basuke lidaba soda. Kalama tu zakapale tu zakapala telaka. I pray for everyone this morning whose growth has been stunted in the spirit realm. I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. That this morning, that this morning, this morning, in the name of Jesus, I begin to stare open and I begin to call an opening to the engine of your life. That if there be, I see what I see in the spirit realm, are dead engines. What I see in the spirit realm are dead engines. I see engines that look like they have, be, they have there's rust all over them. And it's not able to move dead systems, dead systems. And it's, and I see that it is like the representation of the lives of some people. So you are living, you are existing, but you are not moving. So father, in the name of Jesus, I call for the oil of your spirit over the lives of these people. I call for the oil of your spirit over the systems of these people. I ask that in the name of the Lord Jesus, let their spirits be oiled this morning. Let movement begin to happen in the name of Jesus. I hear the moving of the engines of the spirit of men. Let it begin to move. Let it begin to move. Let it begin to move. Now in the name of Jesus, I say to you, you will no longer be held in that position. You will no longer be stuck in that position. Today, I call for the momentum of the spirit. Let it infiltrate your life in Jesus' name. Let it infiltrate your life. Let it infiltrate your life in the name of Jesus. Movement, movement, movement. 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 Move the Baba the, of the, Lord. Of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Can you help me with that song? All over to Lagbara. Oh, Shuba
1: oh, Oshuba ema peo peo e, e e e e e e Eh Allaura tolemio Oshubarema E-oh E-eh e e o Oshubarema E-oh Allaura tolimbobo E-oh Oshubarema E-oh
0: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Father, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Um, for you to be able to walk in the power of God, the power of God must first of all be given to you, and the power of God must be received by you. And that which makes it possible to receive the power of God. The hand that is stretched out to receive the power of God is belief. Belief is how you receive it. And what is belief? Belief is not that you say, I believe. It is a posture of your heart, Where when God speaks a word, It is sealed inside of you as the only option. You don't make alternatives to the word of the Lord. You stay where the word of the Lord has spoken and be released. And you say that this thing that God has said is the only option that I have and I receive it. This is how you receive power. And then to receive power is another level, but to distill power is the next level. So power must be given Power must be received and power must be distilled. So the way you distill it into the world is another thing. Because you see, many times we receive power, but we don't understand how. One of the first things you have to do by distilling to distill power is that you pray. You pray concerning what you have received. You pray concerning the power that is inside of you. You pray and you speak about it in the place of prayer. Because when you do that, it is unveiled unto you. You see that thing they call the Russian doll and the way it opens up and there's another one inside and it opens up and there's another one inside and it opens up. That is how the power of God is. And that is how the gifts of the spirit are. So what you see initially is just one thing. But the moment you hold it in prayer and lay the kura mashode bahaya and you begin to brood over it and you begin to brood over it, other things begin to come out of it. Because this is how the spirit realm works. God sat down and he looked at a dark earth filled it was void it was empty it was dark and water was everywhere and he brooded over it and out of that earth if you notice God did not create anything God did not start to say give me um uh, give me water give me this then he now made plants he now said give me this and give me that he now made no he just said let's this come out of this. Let dry land come out of this. Let. So what does let means? Allow it it, Give room to it. So that means it was already existing in the brooding of God. That was when God already established these things. I was saying to you guys in the last prayer ring, that when the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, that the word for beginning, one of the meanings of that Hebrew word is actually head. So it says in the head of God. God created the heavens and the earth. So that means in the moment of brooding is actually the point of creation. The moment of meditation is the point of creation. So you see, part of the reason why Satan distracts this generation so much, or you have a generation that is filled with distraction, is because Satan is trying to raise a generation that cannot brood. He's trying to raise a generation that cannot brood because you see, the power is in the brooding, the ability is in the brooding, the creation is in the brooding, the revelation. Is in the brooding when you stay in the place of the brooding, la ba 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 the ability morakata, you begin to brood over it, you begin to brood over it. It's like a Russian door, it begins to open. So God said, let dry land, and dry land came. Let all of those things in the head of God He first manifested it so that by the time He was speaking it, it was impossible for it to fail. So the generation that enable the the power generation that enables creation to happen begins, first of all, in the spirit, in the brooding. So if you find a man that cannot walk in power or you see a human being that does not have strength, you have found a person that cannot brood. You have found a person that you know this person does not have a meditation culture. When you find people that have meditation culture, many times they're 10 miles ahead of their peers. While you are thinking about it then in the bedroom they have thought about it in the middle of the night when they woke up in the midst of praying in the Holy Ghost, their mind became like a pipe that was drawing all kinds of signals so that even the thoughts that you were going to think in 10 hours time, they already saw it, they already thought through it, and they found an escape to the things you were going to say. The Bible says that Jesus knew the thoughts of men. He heard the meditations of their heart. He was able to answer them according to their heart, not according to what they were saying. So So you see, there is a power that we have not yet tapped into because we do not have a culture of meditation. If you are going to be somebody who releases power, you don't only know power allocated to you. You don't only receive it by believing, but you brood upon it in meditation and you generate the energy of that power. So that when you come out of that prayer chamber and you are answering somebody, you are not answering them from the brokenness of your nation. You are answering them from the reality of what you created in the head of your spirit. Why? Because in the beginning, in the head of God, the set time of creation began in the mind of the spirit. You must be a person that meditates, but you must also be the next thing for the distilling of power. It's not just meditation, but you must also be a person that understands the protocols of the heavens. I found out that we have many Christians who are born again. They've been Christians for years, but they do not understand the arrangement of the heavens. They understand power, but they do not understand authority. Authority is the right to release the power that you have received. Authority is the right to use the power that you have received. So many people have power by reason of being born again, but not many people have the backing of heaven to be able to wield that power because they want to wield it for their own selfish interests. For you to be able to distill power, you must understand the culture of heaven, You must understand the government of heaven, you must understand the role of things like peace and grace and mercy, you must understand the power of virtue, you must understand all these protocols in the spirit, otherwise you cannot have the right to distill that power. But the last thing I want to say about distilling power is that you must be a man that is willing to take risk. Because, you see, everybody in the Bible that did something mighty and powerful were people who were willing to put their name on the line. You see, this thing I'm talking about is very, 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 very critical. Because, you see, many people, if you were like Daniel, that went into prayer for Israel, after one day, two days, three days, you would have gotten up from your knees. Because you told your friends that I know that God is going to do it. I know that something powerful is about to happen. All of them sat there and watched you. They were listening. They were waiting for the miracle. They were waiting for the liberation. Nothing happened. If it were some of us because of our name, because of what people will say we would have gotten up from that place. But Daniel stayed there. If some of us were Moses after the first sign, the second sign, the third and fourth and Pharaoh did not let the people go. You would have said, God, this thing is not working. It is a failed venture. You would have gone back to tending your flock in the wilderness when you were called to raise a generation and call them out of the wilderness. You have to be a person that is willing to take risk You have to be a man and a woman that is determined and you resolve in your heart that until I see the manifestation of what God has said, there is no turning back. This is what drives me as a minister. I have a picture of the future, I have a picture of the church according to the writings of scripture. And every day that I wake up and I feel tired and I feel like, you know what? I don't want to engage anymore. I don't want to have to deal with people. What keeps me going is that I am tormented by the picture. And I see a picture of a church that works in power. I see a picture of a church that has understanding. I see a picture of a church that has influence and dominion. I see a picture of a church that rules the nation of the world. I see a picture of a church where men are raised in offices and people are appointed in government and people are sitting in positions of power and they are believers and they understand and they rule according to the culture of Zion. I see the picture so clearly where a believer becomes like 10 nations, where inside of a woman is like a thousand roads. You have multiple options of deliverance for people. I see a church that has got understanding and clarity I see a generation of young people that may be young in age, but they are old in anointing and understanding. I see it so clearly. People who have the spirit of the ancient one inside of them and they are not moved or persuaded by the darkness of their time, but they have the capacity to combat the darkness because they have the spirit who is light inside of them. I see a generation of men and women that walk in the mantle of Deborah. People who are able to rally around and galvanize is great men and great women and school them and tutor them in the ways of the spirit. I see a church that is not intimidated by money. I see a church that does not cower at the feet of rich men, but they understand who they are and the riches of the glorious inheritance that is in Christ Jesus. I see men and women who walk with power and grace, yet mercy, mercy is constantly at the tip of their fingers. I see people who understand the concept of love and they understand that love is not an emotional, a wishy-washy feeling, but they understand that love is a tool and a weapon by which the souls of men are converted and the souls of men are delivered from the pit of hell. I see a church that understands the gravity of peace and understand that peace is a weapon of war and they release peace everywhere they go. They put the devil in his place. They subdue things like poverty and slavery because they do it from the power of God. I see this church so clearly i wake up in the morning to drive prayer i wake up in the morning in the midst of pain in the midst of sickness in the midst of persecution in the midst of fear in the midst of anything that may be going on in my life i wake up to drive because i am compelled by a picture I am compelled by a vision and I will chase it till the day I die. The Bible says that Abraham saw this city afar off, a city whose builder and maker is God. The foundations of the city is the foundations of the virtues of God. Abraham chased this picture to the day he died. It did not manifest in his time, but he put all things in place because of the picture that he saw. I am saying these things to you so that you understand the workings of power. Power is not just for display. Power is to create room inside of you so that you are able to become like the God that has birthed you. Power. When you give birth to a child, the child carries your nature, it carries your DNA, but the child does not necessarily work in your authority yet. What converts that baby into becoming the son of Bobby Gedeba, into becoming the son of A.A. Randu, into becoming the son of whoever. What converts that baby into the son is the wisdom, the revelation, the knowledge, the teachings, the culture that is put inside of that child. The distance between us as people who are born again and the God of the heavens and the earth, it is the path of revelation, knowledge, and faith. This is the distance. So the fact that you have power from God is not enough. You need to have a picture of that power and you need to be a woman and a man that has faith to chase what you see until it's a manifestation. Because like I said, it's like that Russian door, it keeps opening up, it keeps opening up. I said to some people last week, I said to them that Jesus did not come to die so that you can only be able to heal the sick and raise the dead. Those are the foundational levels of what is available to us in Christ Jesus, foundation. Because the Bible says these signs shall follow them that believe. It is a sign that is following me. It is not a picture I am following. So if it is a sign that follows me, that means I am following something else. There is another vision I'm following. And as long as I follow that vision, these signs will follow me. A sign is just a pointer that something or a particular thing exists or a particular thing is present. It's just a sign. It's not who you are. The sign is not who you are. The sign is a product of who you are. So, who you are is the focus. Because if you can find who you are in God and what you have been created to do and to be in God, then the sign shall follow you. The Bible says, handkerchief were taken from the body of the apostle. And it healed the sick, the handkerchief, not even the apostle himself. That is to tell you that the apostle is bigger than healing anointing. There is something about who he is. The question is, what are we following? The Bible spoke about us and says that the glorious inheritance of Christ is inside of us. That means there is a picture of Jesus we are following. There is a picture of his throne. What is he doing? What does the right hand of God mean? What does it mean? to be at the right hand of authority and power. That means perhaps we are created to rule and to dominate in a world and in a realm that is bigger than this earth. Perhaps the thing that we were called for is something bigger and something greater than restoring the brokenness of our time. Maybe there is something bigger that we were created for. Chase the right things and the right signs will follow you. Yesterday I spoke about dunam, about exousia. I told you the four categories of power: dunamis, exousia, iskus, and kratos. And I began exousia yesterday, and I told you about the different categories of exousia and what exousia does and what exousia represents. And I said to you that if we read Ephesians one, we read from verse eighteen to verse um, I think twenty-two or twenty. No, twenty-two there about, and uh, we, I said, inside of these verses, there are four categories of power that are mentioned. And the first power that I took yesterday is the power exousia that was mentioned. And I said to you, exousia means four different things. The power of choice and liberty of doing as you please. And I was explaining the power of choice. And I said, without the power of choice, it is impossible to validate the authority that a man has. Because if you are the one choosing for him, you can cannot rightly say that this one knows right from wrong. He must be left alone to make his choices. And then you can say yes, yes, yes. He knows the right things to do. So he is deserving of this authority. And that is what you see being at play in the garden of Eden where God gave them choice and he left the two trees in the garden so that they would choose in their ability to choose right. He can then give them the authority to go into the whole earth because their commission. was to the whole earth but they were gi- and they were giving power to rule the whole earth because they had the nature of god but they were given the authority to begin with the garden and it was their ability to make accurate judgment that was going to validate god giving them the authority to take it to the whole earth but in that case we see that they failed so i was saying that exousia is the power of choice and i was just saying some people yesterday i said how i am my son there's a school that they had said my son should come to, he should join. Da 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 da. I said, okay, great stuff. Let's go. Let's go and do this um, um swimming thing. And then I get there. And he, I had paid a sum of money that I thought they said was the sum of money, only for me to get there. And then I they say, Oh mom, he can't swim because of ABC XYZ. And I'm like, why? They're like, they're like, Oh, you feel the wrong form, you this, this, I'm like, okay tell me the right one. They are like, oh, it's going to be more than the money you paid. I was like, sure, you know, I'm going to pay. In my mind, I thought at the most 20,000 naira. And then by the time they finished breaking everything for me, everything came up to about 300,000. I said, wait a minute, 300,000 for what? It's not school fees I'm paying. It's not, I said, tell me what's going to happen. Is this child going to not be in swimming league? Are we? They're going to be paying me money now, now, now for this child's talent of swimming. They said no. I said, ah. Uh-uh. I said, so what's inside this money now? They were trying to explain to me. I said, is this women put that I have in my house? I said, so what's the benefit of me bringing him here? What's going to happen really? And would they give him, I thought it was would they give him fins and scales and gills so that by the time he finished now, I know that this is my child? They said, no. Ah. Uh-uh. I told my child, I said, come, 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 pack your bag. Let's be going. As we were leaving, his friends were there. I'm sure he was feeling bad. When we got to the car, I looked at him. I said, Nathan, my son. I said, don't feel bad. I said, it's not because this money, I don't have it. I said, it is because I don't think I should pay this amount for you to do this thing once a week when we have another option. I said, let's be wise with how we spend money. I said, just because your friends are there, you don't have to be there. I am not compelled to do anything so that you know, I can meet up with the, with the standards or the doses or just so that you, I said, no, Nathan, we don't think like that. He was looking at me. I said, Nathan, I want you to say this word after me. Say exousia. And he said, exousia. I said, good. Should I tell you what exousia means? He said, yes, mommy. I said, it's the power of choice. I said, right now I'm telling you, you are eight years old. It sounds foolish to you. I said, but when you become 25, When you become 40, when you become 50, you will thank me for this day. I said, you have the power to choose who you want to be, what you want to do. You don't have to be compelled by what everybody is doing. You have an innate strength to resolve in your heart what your decisions will be. And you make them along the lines of what pleases God. I said, Nathan, considering all that we have to do in this season, I cannot boldly say that it is right before God for me to put this money into this thing. I said, let's go. Let's go home. We don't have to add this one to your current swimming. Let's go and look for another place that if you pay this money, we know what we are getting. At least by this time next year, you are generating money that can pay your own school fees. I said, that's the only reason I will pay this money you know so but well, right now it sounds like i I'll be a helper but the truth is Exusia, let us not be that generation of helplessness every time i teach women i say please you are not a damsel in distress that whole thing of i just don't know i just don't, i, I said break out of it i said right now you are thinking a man is your salvation but when you marry the man, you will say that it has not been given to any man to save any human being. The only person that can save you is Jesus. And so when you don't have to marry before you come to this realization, enter this realization so that you can now choose according to vision, not according to weakness. I say, so enter strength. So that you don't make a choice because the person is giving you to kubo. So that you don't make a choice because the person he knows how to say, hey baby, you know, speak some kind of thing in your head. Your hair will just be nothing by itself. Your hair will be plating dada when you hear the person's accent. I said, no, gather your soul. Gather your mind. Gather your strength. Become a woman first in the Lord. So that when you make a choice, you make it out of clarity of vision. Exusia. The power of choice. And as we went on, I, I told you guys yesterday. I said the second thing I beg Susia is also physical and mental power. Physical and mental power. So every time we talk about power and the power of God is in this room, come on, power! And 10 people will begin to scream and roll on the floor. That is just... You know how in Nigeria they give you wicked examination. And your teacher will tell you oh no, no don't worry the exam is going to be easy just three questions three questions only and then you enter the exam hall and you see that question one has question one a and question one a has question one a i and question one a i i question one aiii. who has encountered such an exam before so that even though he was correct that it was three questions but you then arrived at 30 questions at the end of the day you see that manifestation of power, when you see people rolling on the floor and screaming, it is question one a i i i. It is not even the main thing, so it is but a, but it is but a reflection of something deeper going on. And I'm saying it to you because, according to the teachings of God, when He spoke about power, just one of the power, not all, under exousia, the second thing is physical and mental power. That means if you are truly a believer and you have exousia, that means your mind can never be overwhelmed. That means there's no circumstance of life that can outthink you. That means there is no manipulation in your region or in your sphere of influence that can outthink you. That means you have a physical and a mental power. That means depression can never be your portion. It's not because you have to say, Amen, it's actually a reality. Remember, I told you about how to distill power. You have to take a posture where you agree with everything that the word of God has said. You have a physical and a mental power. The third thing is the power of authority, the power of influence. That means you are not somebody who says things like, you know, people just don't like me. I don't know. Or if if you have to talk to somebody concerning a thing, I don't know if they will listen to me. It's a lie. You have exusia. You have the power of influence. Did you see anybody that Jesus spoke to that did not answer him? Jesus will send people, go to that place, go and remove that donkey for me. Tell them that the Lord has need of it. Who is the Lord? Who is the master? What is he talking about? The audacity which Jesus requested of people. This thing is called exousia. That means tomorrow, if I need something and it's in your hand, I can call you. and say, oh, dear Pastor Bumi, please, can you just give me 10 million over there? You know, because this is this and this and this is what I want to do, and as long as it is hinged on scriptures, you have the you have the ability to move things. Not because God is trying to make you a bully, but because God can first trust you. Remember, power, authority, decision making. When you have arrived at the point that God can trust you, that the decisions you are making are kingdom based, you begin to see the reflection of this. Aspect of exousia in your life, the power to influence, to change things. You can walk, somebody said to me, the person said to me, a man, of uh, a father in the Lord was praying for me and blessing me. And he was encouraging me and he said, Pia, you know, you have the ability to rally people together and to cause collaboration to happen in the kingdom of God. Don't give up. It is a grace from heaven. And he said to me, Don't think it is usual that you can gather two devils, seven devils in a room and cause them to walk together. I said, A man of God. He said, No, I don't mean that we ministers are devils. He said, But what I'm talking about is the difference in us that you have the capacity to pull them together and everybody will walk together. People from different nations, the world that call themselves rabbi, the one that call themselves prophets, the one that call themselves pastor. Before, it would be a case of, oh, no, all this I don't understand. But you have that grace to He said, no, that it is a power from God. It was when I began to study power, I realized it is exusia power. It is the power of influence to be able to cause people to move in the direction of the will of God Part time. It's called exusia, And then there is another kind of power or another dimension of exousia, and it is the power of rule or government, the power of him whose will to command as a, you can command things, the power of rule or government, either universally, specifically, um, you know, as a, 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 a domestically, or even in terms of regal authority like a king, exousia is what enables you to do that. So when you go back, the reason why I'm teaching these things is so that we don't get carried away by, um, you know, my, my desire is not to be a great woman of God. My desire is not to be somebody who comes and displays things and everybody's left you know, like oh, mesmerize my goodness, how did she do it? No, my desire is to raise a generation of people that will mesmerize the kingdom of darkness, that every one of us becomes powerful, and the greatest form of impartation is teaching. I'm telling you, because the disciples were saying to Jesus, Jesus, give us this power, Jesus, do this. Jesus, just tell us, Jesus, just Jesus said, Calm down. The words that I'm speaking to you, they are spirit and they are life. The things that I'm saying to you, they are changing things inside of you. They are moving the entire constituency of your being. It is shifting your mindset so that you get into a place of the irreversible knowledge of God. When you break into that realm, when you break into that place, the way you decide, The way you decide changes completely because you have entered into a place that you cannot recover from. You have broken into a realm that you cannot be pulled out of. It is the realm of the totality of God, the knowledge of the full expression of God. When you enter into that place and you sit in a meeting, people will look at you and say, are you drunk? because of the place you are speaking from, because of the knowledge that you are releasing in the room. It is not just the knowledge of normal books. It is the knowledge of the reality of the operations of this world. This is how you give birth to a generation of powerful men, by teaching. And as we teach, we massage it into our spirit in prayer. Now, today, and so we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, that even as we have covered ground with exousia, that it should not be a teaching we forget. But Holy Ghost, we ask that you cement it into our spirits. Holy Ghost, we ask that you cement it into our minds. That the reality of these four levels of exousia, God, Let it sit inside of us in the name of Jesus, so that as we go through our day and something wants to challenge our mental power, my God, I pray you will give us the ability to shout exousia, to remember, oh God, that we have mental stability, that we have mental power in the name of Jesus. But it is not just mental, it is also physical power. My God, as we go through the day, may our bodies be able to keep up with our commission May our bodies be able to keep up with our ordination. May our bodies be able to keep up, oh God, with our assignments in the name of Jesus. Because we have exousia, the physical power that comes upon him. Baba, I pray. That you will cement this knowledge inside of us, that you will open the doors of the revelation of exusia power in us in the name of Jesus. That if there be anybody who is about to give up on their marriage, about to give up on their children, about to give up on their families, because they feel I cannot handle it anymore. My God, I pray you open the mind of such a person, I pray you open the revelation of such a person that in the name of the Lord Jesus, they will know that they have the power of government. For a child of God, government is not something you go into. Government is not a ticket you buy. Government is the state of your being. Government is who you are. Every believer has the power of government inside of them. Every believer has the power of judgment and rulership inside of them. The Bible says if you cannot judge and rule in this world, how do you think you'll be able to judge angels in the age to come? Every believer has government and the governmental systems are inscribed in your spirit and inscribed in your soul. Every believer is a son of government and has governmental authority. So I pray for you in the name of Jesus, that if there be anybody here that God has called to government, if there be anybody here that God has called to rulership, I pray that your eyes be opened by the power of the Holy Ghost, that you will understand what exousia means. I see a wave in the spirit realm, and I see a rise of sons of government, and it's like a chart going up. But. I see it is like a graph that went up and went down. And I was a bit confused that God, why is it going down? Why is it he steeping? It's supposed to keep going up. And the Spirit of God began to say to me just now that what you see as the peak is the end time. But what you see as the slope is when the sons of God are pulled out of this world. Because the one that restrains the Antichrist, who is the Holy Ghost, he restrains him through his church, his children. So what is going to happen is that as the Antichrist, is trying to rise up in this generation, what is going to happen is that God will raise a parallel government of righteousness that will rise alongside it, that will restrain it right where it is. By the time the church is pulled out, then you will begin to see a decline of the true righteous government, and that is the rise of the Antichrist government. So, what is happening in our generation as we draw to the end of this age? Because remember, God created the world in six days and He rested on the seventh. And according to the age of the world, we have entered into the six thousand and something year. So we have actually entered into the year of the Sabbath, the rest of God. This is why we say that we have come to the end, because the works are finished. Now it is the time of the rest of God to begin, the rest of the earth. So what I'm saying to you is that we have come to the end of an age, and what we are doing is we are buying time as the 11th generation so that we may come to the fullness of the will of God and you begin to understand that this is the context for the teaching of power so that you will understand that there is no other way by which this generation can engage the earth except by power why because this is the generation of the manifestation of the heavenlies because what will happen is that what was an antichrist spirit will become an antichrist man. What was a demonic teaching? We become demonic manifestations in this generation. So the only way to combat it is for us also to take what we were calling teachings and theories in the spirit realm in the church for us to also combat it with manifestation. This is the generation of manifestation. When Moses went into Israel, before the time of Moses, we know that other people knew God, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all these people knew the Lord. But we did not see the amount of manifestation that we saw in the time of Moses. Why? because Moses entered a city that is Egypt and Egypt was a nation that was highly demonic. In the prayer we did in January, I taught you guys about the, 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 the plagues of Egypt and I taught you about the gods of Egypt and I taught you all of them. I taught you about the meaning of the serpent and why it was a serpent that his rod had to turn into and how the serpent is the sign that sits upon the crown of Pharaoh and so Moses began to deal first of all with the first god and I taught you about the river now and how the God that stays in the river now is called the ultimate God. And I taught you about the crocodile. You know, so there were so many things I taught you. But you see, the reason why you saw such heavy signs for Moses is because of the nation he was entering into. So the reason why we are going to see great manifestation of power from the church is because of the time we have entered into. Satan is coming with the same velocity and he's coming with the strength of demonic manifestation. What they watched on TV as Superman, or they watched on TV as Hulk, is about to begin to manifest. So that the souls also must match manifestation for manifestation. So, ah, since morning, the several spirits of God have been swimming around my spirit. The several spirits of God. I will not touch on it today. Maybe we we'll begin there tomorrow. The several spirits of God. Because we touched on it in February, but I think I need to touch on it again tomorrow so that you people can understand how it connects with power because all of this is what we're talking about is not in isolation from the throne of God because the throne of God is backed up by the spirit of God. And I said to you people when I was teaching the seven spirits of God that we are not talking about the seven lamps in the house, but we're talking about the seven torches on the streets because a lamp is for the house. A torch is for the light in the street. And so when the Bible talk about the seven spirits of God and the seven lamp stands in before the throne, it wasn't talking about lamp. It is the Hebrew word lampas and lampas means torch. So the seven spirits of God is what goes past the church into the world because it is the lampas of God that lights up the street of the earth so tomorrow we will start from the seven spirits and we'll begin to understand the dynamics of wisdom revelation knowledge uh cancer might and all of these things so that you can then understand power real quickly as a quick pointer i'm just going to tell you the four points of uh, of dunamis and we go dunamis which is the second power means strength power ability now There are six dimensions or constituents of dunamis. Number one, excuse me. Number one, dunamis means inherent, (laughs) inherent power. Power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature of which a person or a thing exerts and puts forth. It just speaks about power residing inside of you by virtue of your nature so that is one level of dunamis so many times when we talk about dunamis you say i have dunamis the dynamic ability to cause changes the power of god residing inside of me that is number one number two dunamis means the power of performing miracles so that means it is not every dimension of power that performs miracles. So that's why you see some people and you say, ah, ah why is it that in this pastor's church, miracles, miracles are happening. This other person, they're talking about government. They're talking about why it is because of the area of dynamis that they have, or the area of power that they have leaned into. So if you lean more into the dynamism power, you will see dynamism manifestation. But God has not called us to just one. God has called us to all four. So it is time for us to lean into it all. So like I said, dunamis is the power of performing miracles. So that means there is an allocation in heaven for performance of miracles. So when we pray, we ask the Lord that Father, open unto us. The ability to perform miracles. God, because we understand that what power means, we understand that power in itself is a shift. Power in itself is a shift. And we cannot judge disobedience that we have not come into the obedience of first. Until your own obedience is complete, you cannot judge disobedience. Until we have come into the obedience of the revelation of this. Power for miracle, we cannot come into the ability to manifest miracle in the world. So God, we pray this morning that in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you will shift our minds. You will shift our spirits. You will shift our understanding because Baba, I know that it is a place in the spirit. It is a sight in the spirit. It is an ability to see in the spirit. It is a place where you come into the totality of the knowledge of God, that he is more than the apostle said silver or gold i do not have but such as i have i give to you the apostle knew they knew they knew that they had it it was a clear-cut knowledge baba that dunamis was existing and living inside of them my god we pray this morning that you will show unto us oh god that you will establish in us, oh God, the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge of the fact that we have the ability to do miracles. My God, I ask in the name of Jesus that no woman will be told from today that her child is dead and she will accept it, but God give her the courage to call for the dunamis of heaven Baba I ask in the name of the Lord Jesus that dunamis will become a place resident inside of us for did you not describe us as houses in my father's house there are many mansions there Father we understand that our spirits are mansions and there are dimensions and there are rooms inside of us Baba we create a room for dunamis this morning Baba we create a room for the reality of your dunamis oh God my God let Is sit inside of me as a reality. But but when I see the need for a miracle, when I see the need for changes to be created, my God, teach me how to open the door of Dunamis. My God, let it not be a theory unto me in the name of Jesus. But my God, show me the pathway to Dunamis. Father, show me where it dwells in the realm of the spirit. My God, make me acquainted with Dunamis power. This dimension of your spirit, this expression of your spirit, let it not be foreign or alien to me in the name of the Lord Jesus. but my God, I am calling for revelation. Let me sit in the seat of Dunamis. Let me eat on the table with Dunamis. Let me have conversations with Dunamis. Baba, I know that your spirit has manifestations. Baba, I know that there is an angel that has an army in heaven and the army is named Dunamis. Baba, show me where they are. My God, teach me how they operate enough of the brokenness of my generation enough of the brokenness of my time enough of the brokenness of people my God miracles in the name of Jesus changes in the name of Jesus open our mind to the reality of the Father that this power is made available Level unto me. Huh? May I not live under the level that you have created for me? May I not walk under the level that you have set for me? Bye-bye, my spirit is demanding distill, your do not listen to the water, huh? but my soul is determined huh? to distill. your do not listen to my generation. Huh? Let there be an awakening over this call, my God. Huh? Let there be an awakening over your people in the name of Jesus. Huh? do not miss to change my nation. Huh? To cause Nigeria to become a miracle. Huh? To cause Nigeria to become a miracle. Huh? To cause Lagos to become a miracle. Huh? to cause our bar to become a miracle my God let the miracle wonder working power of your government let it hit these people in the name of Jesus let them come out with solutions on how to combat principalities in heavenly realms that they may walk miracles and liberate nations in the name of Jesus Shanta let their marriages become miracles for what is a miracle when the supernatural and the divine if you chase the natural and the human my god miracles where by the hand of the spirit the natural circumstances of this world are converted into the reality of heaven miracles For you have commanded us, Jesus, that when we pray, we should ask that the miracle of God happens. That earth becomes a a mirror image of heaven. Miracle. Barakora. 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 I pray that you would experience miracles in your life. And I pray that you will become an active participant for the performance of Miracles, miracles, miracles. Miracles. Do not live under the judgment of hell and darkness. Convert it and translate it into a new manifestation. Rekomoshanda. I pray that you will put inside of your people the enlightenment of the fact that they are conduits of the supernatural power of God. I pray that anyone that thinks of himself as less that you will break that mentality for them and you will cause them to come into the reality oh God that they are the pipelines of the heavens that they are constantly releasing the throne over the earth for how can a water pipe that brings water be dry hey, miracles in the name of Jesus shift the dynamics of your world shift the dynamics of your life shift the dynamics of your office shift the dynamics of your home there is power available to you to change the realities of your time Mm -hmm. enough is enough at what point do you get angry at what point do you get angry Isaac said to Esau your brother has taken all the blessing, but in the day that you get restless, the yoke shall be broken off your neck. I pray for everybody that has become at peace with darkness. Anybody that has become at peace with the effect of darkness in their life. This morning by the fire of the Holy Ghost, I break that demonic peace off you in the name of Jesus the enemy cannot be eating your children and you are going to party Satan cannot be consuming the things that you burnt with your strength and you are resting at home Baba, I scattered that medicine cabinet filled with all kinds of drugs, one for anxiety one for depression, one for sleep one for mental stability Father, let it catch fire I bought it. My God, let them enter the medication of the spirit. Let them enter the medication of the spirit. I call strength out of you. I call strength out of you. You are the residence of strength and glory. Let the shackles higher than the level of previous generations to the point that even in your generation you are used to being clipped to an, a point. I burn the cycle that Satan has created around you, the boundaries of limitation he has set for you. You will burn it in the name of Jesus because there is dunamis inside of you, the ability to cause the miraculous and the unusual to happen. The capacity to redefine culture. The ability to redefine culture. Let it rest in your hand. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? You have Dunamis. You have the power of the eternal and ever living God. It is a reality inside of you. I break from you the stronghold of sex, the stronghold of pornography, the stronghold of drunkenness, I break it off you in the name of Jesus. Oh, King Lemuel, it is not given for kings to be drunk. It is not given for kings to be taken to any kind of addiction. If not, he will corrupt knowledge and he will not judge righteously. Elah told what has been holding your kingship and your authority is that addiction. Because heaven cannot trust you. That you will judge accurately. This morning as sons of the living God. Elenamoshokaba As one son to the other. By the power of the spirit that binds us together. I call you out of darkness. And I command that chain to fall off you. And I say to you it is a new day in the name of Jesus. You no longer have to be bound. But you have the capacity to come out and to come forth. Because the heavens and the earth are waiting for your manifestation, and you manifest in the name of Jesus. Number three, do not miss, miss moral power and excellence of soul. Allah moral power and excellence of soul. Therefore, if your soul has been fragmented before. If your soul has been broken before, if you are not able to control yourself or control your emotions by reason of this dunamis you have inside of you and by reason of the words we are speaking this morning, You have moral power. You have an excellence of soul. In the name of the Lord Jesus, say these things to yourself. As I'm saying it, be saying it to yourself. I have an excellence of soul. There is no fragmented soul syndrome inside of me. The pain and the troubles that I have been through. They do not redefine me in a manner that is not godly. But I decree and I declare that my soul expresses the godly power of God. I decree and I declare that I have the power of morality. I am not the kind of person that people will question my morality because there is dunamis resident inside of me. The standard of my morality is not the morality of men, but it is the morality of the God of heaven. It is an active power inside of me to do what is morally right. It is an active power inside of me to do what is morally right. It is not because I'm trying to please her. And so God, in the name of Jesus, let this dimension. Of dunamis, of moral power and excellence of soul, let it fall upon your people, let it fall upon our nation. We pray for the soul of Nigeria, we pray for the soul of America, we pray for the souls of the nations of the world. We say, Yeah, the word of the Lord, by reason of the sons of God that dwell inside of you, let this expression of the dunamis of God, let it hit your soul, the moral power and excellence of soul. I always tell people how I navigate the spirit
1: realm. And how
0: pain sometimes, Satan wants to use it as a tool to derail you from the nature of God. Please build your mind. And how Satan wants to use it as a tool to derail you from the nature of God. But you see, if you understand dunamis, you can understand that the circumstances that you go through are circumstances around you. There are no circumstances that redefine your nature. It is your nature that deals with the circumstances. The circumstances don't change the nature of God inside of you. You can decide. When you have exousia, you can decide on dunamis so i make a resolution every day that irrespective of what happens around me i have decided that the wonder working power of god must consistently be the reality of my spirit my soul and my body dunamis the fourth dimension is the power and influence which belongs to riches and wealth that is the fourth meaning of dunamis the power and the influence that belongs to riches and wealth. That is to tell you that a man that has got dynamics inside of him is a man that has the ability to not only be wealthy, but to know how to influence according to the wealth and the riches in his hand. So that means every believer has got it naturally. I pray for you in Jesus' name. If you know me, I'm not, I don't base my entire teaching on prosperity, but I believe that prosperity is a critical part of Christianity. Prosperity. It says because God has given us power and dunamis is the power and the influence that belongs to riches and to wealth. So that means anybody that has dunamis, the heavens already imagine you have riches and wealth. So God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you heal the finances of your people. You don't only heal their finances, but you heal their minds concerning money. If there is anyone here who is laboring under the weight of money, as opposed to money laboring for him, I pray that such a person this morning will receive the healing of God. It may be something that broke in their soul as as children, and they grew up and said, as it pertains to money, this is who I will be. Money does not define you. You are the one that gives money its definition. Because you have dynamis, you teach money how to do the right things and how to influence according to the power of God. And so today, I break you out of the demonic stronghold of mammon. I break you out of the captivity of mammon. You are set free by the power of the Holy Ghost. No longer will your soul and your mind be tormented by money. No longer will your soul and your mind be tormented by riches and wealth. To the point where you are willing to kill yourself and to break your morality. But I pray that in the name of Jesus, that this morning, that you will come into the power of dunamis. You will come into the revelation of riches and wealth. That you will not die as a man that had money, but you will die as a man that changed the world because of the money you had. That God will teach you what it is for, and you will leave a mark that can be accepted in heaven. The Bible said concerning Cornelius that God sent Peter to him because the angel said, your arms and the things you do, <laughs> excuse me, with money has come up to heaven, and it's a memorial in heaven. <laughs> Therefore, we have no choice but to send you help and revelation. I pray that your money will make such an impact, that it will be a memorial in heaven. And heaven will move because of you. The fifth thing about dunamis is the power and resources arising from numbers. Hmm. Do you know when I saw this meaning, I said to myself, I said, God, what does this mean? The power and the resources that arises from numbers. I said, God, it is possible that there is something, Lord Jesus, that happens to us when we have the strength of many, when we have the strength of numbers, when we have the strength of people, when we have the strength of resources. There are some people here. You say things like when I call, nobody answers but dunamis gives you the strength of numbers you say that oh i have only one nobody dunamis gives you the strength of numbers i pray for you in the name of jesus that if your business is one that is de- that is dependent on the number of people that engage with it let the dunamis power inside of you let it begin to call them forth from the east the west the north and the south because you have the strength of numbers in the name of jesus let your ministry grow today let your ministry grow today let your customer base grow today let the amount of people that believe in your good name grow today and i pray that god will also make you comfortable with the growth show you how to manage it in the name of jesus and the last thing is the power Consisting in or resting upon armies, forces, and hosts. That means, dunamis is the confidence you have that the host of heaven stands behind you. Dunamis is the confidence you have that there is an army that rides with you. When I get up in the morning to do prayer many times I'm tired. Some days, because of exertion. I have a cold or my immune system is a bit low. I'm sniffing, but you see, I arise. And I was telling people during a retreat I had in London with women, I said to them, their are is when I get up. And I say to myself, the lioness has risen and it may look prideful. Like, ah, uh-uh. I said, but guess what? My father will say, if the lizard falls and nobody hails him, the lizard will nod his head and hail itself. There are sometimes that you need to heal yourself. There are sometimes that you need to step up the Holy Ghost by yourself. There are sometimes you need to draw to your own remembrance the things that Scriptures have said. So I wake up in the morning and I say to myself, I say, you see, you are the Lord of God." Every time you arise, there is a row in the heavens. Satan is tormented because you have gotten up one more day. Every time I sit in front of this prayer call, I know I'm not the only one that sits here. You may not see them with your physical eyes. And even sometimes we see manifestations like we did in January when we saw the manifestation of the angel. But you see, sometimes you don't see them with your physical eyes. But I am a 120% confident that there is a host that surrounds me. Every time that words come out of my mouth, My words are converted into political instructions. My words are converted into military directions. Why? Because I have dunamis. It is the power that is constituted in armies and hosts. I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. That you will remember everything that you have heard today. That the spirit of God will inscribe it inside of you. That you will not go through this day broken that you will not go through this day challenged by hell and you will not have a response for it god forbid but i pray that at every point that satan tries to torment you you will have an accurate response because you understand the working of esusia and you understand the working of dunamis i pray that you will have the moral strength to stay away from the things that defile you as a god that still your authority that is based upon the throne of righteousness and justice. I pray that in the name of Jesus, you will have the moral strength to be able to stabilize, yourself in the name of Jesus. You are not a broken vessel. You may be an earthen vessel, but you are a container of glory and power. And so I say to you in the name of Jesus, there is a manifestation of exousia and dunamis inside of you. Go forth in the revelation of the spirit of God. Go forth in the wisdom of God. Go forth and manifest the things that you have heard. You will not be like a man that looks in the mirror and forgets what he sees when he leaves the mirror. But as you have stayed before the mirror of the word and prayer this morning. I prayed and I speak to your memory. I say, You have the memory of a God. You are able to remember. If one day I said to God, I said, God, how is it that you remember all these covenants I make with you? God says, I don't remember. I know. I said, What does that mean? He says, You have memory because you are bound by time. So you speak about yesterday as a memory. He said, I am a God that is not bound by time. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. I like a moment before me. He said, I don't have memory. I know Everything is with me as though it is now. You are a God and you have the nature of God inside of you. And so I pray for the mind of your spirit. I say you have the capacity to recollect the things that you have heard. The Bible says that the Holy Ghost will bring it back to your memory. So when you sit today in your office or you sit with your children or you sit in your business, you will remember Dunamis and you remember exousia. When you sit in front of your book, you will remember that you have mental capacity. When your body feels weak, you will remember that you have physical. physical strength in the name of Jesus. These are the days of revolution. The revolution of godliness. The revolution of the power of God. These are the days of revolution. Heaven is revolting against the power of hell. You must take the same position as heaven. And I pray that as you take the stand of heaven, this month of May is the the month where it all breaks. The irreversible knowledge of God. The irrevocable revelation of the spirit is what is upon you in this month. So that as you enter June, you are not the same person that entered me. Why? Because this is the month of power. This is the month of the release of the weightiness of God's throne. This is the month of release of revelation. This is the month where men shift and Mephibosheth go from deba onto the table of the king. This is that month where David leaves the backside of the wilderness and he fights against Goliath. This is the defining month of the new season. You will not miss it by the blood of Jesus. Your children will not miss it. Your husband will not miss it. Nothing that belongs to your household will miss it. As the Lord, the ark of God went into the house of Ebedidon and everything in his house was blessed, lost his animals. I say you are also blessed in the name of Jesus. Parosa kebahaya God bless you. Two things I want to say before we go. Number one, Timothy is actually, number one, feel free to share the things you hear here on social media. We share things that do not impact lives. We share things that do not change souls. You sit in front of your phone and say, I don't have content. You have too much content. If you take what I said in two minutes and you write it, something will change in the life of another person. Do not take for granted the information you are dissipating. Remember, power must be must be given, must be received, and it must be distilled. Feel free to share it. Share quotes. Share revelation. Call people to prayer. The second thing that I want to say is give. I run a ministry, and I am not doing this for money, but I am telling you that you cannot be blessed and not give. Is it possible? You cannot shout about, "Oh my God, Pierre, I'm so blessed." Oh my God, this is. Uh, my life has changed. Give. When a man is touched and impacted, you go back to where you have been blessed, and you say, "What can I do for you?" God has been. I was telling some people that God has been taking me back to First Corinthians nine. To an extent, I am. I used to be a little prideful when it came to money. And I was one of those ministers that believed that, no, you know, I'm just going to do my business. I'm just going to, and God has everything I learned every day. He takes me back there. And he says to me that a laborer must eat according to the law of my word. You must be blessed by that which you labor into. And so I am learning now to tell people that you have to give for the sufficiency and for the sufficiency of the kingdom and the work of the kingdom. Many people don't know the full light of what people of influence The prayer in is just one aspect. We have a strong children's ministry that does lessons for children and Bible study. If your children are not registered on Children of Influence platform, please register. Pastor Stephanie will put the link. We do Bible study with kids every Saturday. And next month, we are starting an after-school Bible club for children. Where every once a week or twice a week, your child will be schooled. It will be on Zoom. If you can pay for swimming, you can pay for a dance, you can pay for flute, you can pay for Italian. When we don't know what the next world power will be, then why can you not pay for Bible study for your children? So we need to up our, do you understand what I'm trying to say? So we have children of influence, we have a strong prison ministry. What we are going into this month is missions. We support missionaries on the field. We pay missionaries money every month so that they can do the work that God has sent them. We have a strong women's ministry. Some of you were blessed by the mantle of Deborah. We do trainings. We just got an office. The last time we were saying on prayer in January, we were trying to get an We just got an office. We're trying to furnish the office to make it an admin hub. Many people send me messages Pierre, I want to see you. Pierre, I want to see you. You can't come to my house. I've been doing meetings at Cactus to the point that they now know me at Cactus. When I enter my room, you're welcome again. The usual, you change your hairstyle today. They don't know my different hairstyle. So I say, enough is enough. Let's move. It's time to go back to our office. So we're doing all these things. And so even for the office, if you have stationery, fridge, microwave, you know, things, printer, anything you can bless us with, bless us. And I'm, not, I'm saying this with my full chest because there's no other way to do ministry if the people that are blessed by it don't give back. There's no other way. As I'm sitting here, I have a media guy here with me. Sometimes I have a music person. We use cameras. All of these things we pay for if we were a church as usual, because this is a church. But if it was a normal church structure, it becomes easier for us. People remember to pay their tithe and offering. There are some people, some friends I have, God bless them forevermore. They pay their tithes to people of influence. They say to me, P.I., I did go to some churches, but every day I wake up, I don't say, I get bread for where you did. I, I, I must this is where I'm paying my tithes to and because of their tithes we're able to pay salaries we have staff on our payroll so maybe we don't see the back end of itinerant ministry but there is a lot when I'm traveling I maybe take a prayer person or my keyboard is so that I can pray in the hotel you pay for flight tickets we do all of these things support people of influence support prayer rain give to the ministry we need it There is a lot of work God has called us to do. And you know me, I don't joke. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If that's my biggest um, weakness, I'm very narrow visioned. I'm very like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, so support us, give to us, um, bless those who bless you. It is a culture of Zion. It is not my, it's not that it freeze. it's Zion's culture. It's not me that invented it. It's part of the things we do as believers. God bless you. I am going to see you again tomorrow. And tomorrow we are entering either Iskus or Kratos as the Spirit of God leads us. But remember, remind me if I forget that I said we will start with the seven spirits of God. That seven spirits alone is two days teaching. But I will wrap up. Go and look for the one I taught in January or in February. Go and look for it. Revise before we come tomorrow. Because that's the door we pass to enter e-schools. We'll start from there. We'll now use that as a foundation to enter. God bless you. I love you. Some people say it's not revelation rain, not prayer rain. Anyone you call it revelation, prayer rain, it's fine. But the most important thing is that we are blessed and we eat bread every time we come here in the morning. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. And I will see you. Please keep me your prayers. Thank you. Unless oh, you. Pia. you Pia. Love
1: you, Pi. Thank, Thank, Thank you so much. bless you. God bless you. bless you. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs>